about the last time you watched someone present where you were in awe and you were like, whoa, that was so good. Consider for just a moment what made that presentation special above and beyond everything else you've heard or seen and just made it special. I'm Becky Pike Pluth with the Bob Pike Group, and this creative training tip is on creating an amazing presentation that stands out, that is, instead of like, I don't know, and hum and ha and uh and uh, more powerful and purposeful. So the first thing to consider is determining your objectives for your presentation. We use the pie format at the Bob Pike Group, persuade, inform, entertain. And as we look at the pie, we're asking ourselves, which of those are the three purposes for what you're doing? So now as you're listening to this, consider your next presentation. Are you trying to persuade or motivate someone? Or are you trying to inform and educate? Or are you trying to entertain or create goodwill? So as you think back to that amazing presentation that was a little bit special, which of those three fit the, the purpose of what they were doing? I recently did a keynote for 100 people, and it was on a Saturday here in Minneapolis, beautiful day, got there, presented, and the whole purpose of my presentation, I thought, was to inform and educate, but if you know me, it's also to entertain. I want to have fun. I don't want it to be boring. I want it to be interesting. And so I combined my two purposes. Yes, it's informed to educate, but I also want people to laugh. Uh, I want them to enjoy the time. It's not just to entertain. It's kind of thinking about both. So that's the first step. Determine your purpose. The second thing to consider is analyzing the audience or the situation. So I'm going to look at how much time is there, who my audience is, their needs, their goals, are there sensitive issues, where's my location, am I presenting in a park or am I presenting in a boardroom, am I presenting in a ballroom or am I presenting in a classroom? And then also, is there an event? Is there a theme? Is there something that I'm going to tie my content to? So analyzing the audience, those are just a few little ways that you could do some analyzing. The third step is to outline your content and your main points. And so I personally love mind mapping because it's a really easy way to cluster your content. I have other podcasts on that topic, but three by five cards work, stickies work, a traditional outline works. Decide what is best for your style. And then I consider, after I've outlined my main points, how I'm going to energize that content. So I could lecture all day, of course, but how can I make it interesting, colorful? Maybe I want to start with a quote or startling statement or unique fact. Maybe I'm going to use visual and color. Maybe I'm making a promise, sharing a story, using a statistic, or I'm closing with a rhetorical question, a poem, a song, a challenge. So as I look at energizing my content, I want to Think about what are all the ways that work for me and will work for my audience. The final um, two things that you're going to do before you actually give that amazing standout presentation are creating your visual aids and handouts. The Bob Pike Group, we believe that 
every presentation should have a handout, whether it's one page back and front. It should be a little something that's a takeaway, not a throwaway, something that has a shelf life and has valuable information. Um, sometimes it, it's one page where they're going to be taking notes and on the backside, it's resources. Like for instance, the podcast that we do at the Bob Pike Group, we have over 230 of them now or something like that. And all of them can be accessed for free at any time. Or the Bob Pike Group also does one-hour webinars every single month for free. So we want to make sure that we're creating handouts for every one of those situations. Now, for podcasts, I don't have a handout because it's five minutes. But I definitely have takeaways that are key components that somebody could use immediately. The final element to make your performance just full of pizzazz is practicing that presentation. I don't mean standing in front of the mirror for an hour, you know, stating everything word for word. But what I am saying is memorize your first five minutes, memorize the last five minutes. But Miller um, interviewed Johnny Carson some time ago now. He's passed away since. But asked, how in the world do you do The Tonight Show over and over and over again? And not get nervous. And he's like, whoa, I do get nervous. It's just about getting the butterflies to fly in formation. And his tip to all of us as instructors, trainers, teachers, entertainers was memorize your first five minutes, memorize your last five minutes. And everything in between you have to be knowledgeable about, but not so rote that if you forget a word, you're not able to continue on. I'm Becky Pike-Puth with the Bob Pike Group. Thanks for listening to this creative training tip. Hopefully, your next presentation this week or next week goes fabulously with these few tips for you. Thanks for listening.